Ready to dominate at the plate? Blast Baseball is trusted by more major league and college teams than any other hitting solution. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 at checkout to save $25. It is 9 o'clock. Let's get right into it. We do this show every Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on X Spaces. I'm Alan Gay, and this is now D1 Speeds. Hey, we got a big show tonight, a show that I have really been looking forward to. We have got Coach Hayden Craig with us. He's an assistant coach at Piedmont University. Hey, Coach Craig, are you there? I am, Alan. Thank you for having me, man. Hey, thank you for being on. Really, really looking forward to tonight. Why don't you kind of kick it off? Maybe uh, give us a little bit of an introduction and, and fill us in on where did you go to school and uh, what positions did you play and how did you ultimately get into coaching? Yeah, so born and raised in Michigan, go blue, um, taught uh, 6 through 12 physical education and health education for roughly two and a half years. Um, played baseball at Adrian College, which is a Division three school um, in Southeast Michigan, uh, part of some very successful pr- teams up there. Played for head coach, Coach Rainey, who I have a ton of respect for. And, uh, you know, one of my former teammates from Adrian College actually took the, one of our assistant positions at Piedmont in 2018. And uh, Jared Broughton, who's a phenomenal coach um, and was at Piedmont that year as well, Ended up going over to Clemson to be the volley guy there. And uh, Luke um, reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to be a part of uh, college baseball in the South and who am I to turn down that opportunity. So here we are almost five years later, um, enjoying the great weather in the state of Georgia and uh, trying to make our guys better every day. Hey, man, that's a fantastic introduction. Thank you so much for going through that. And the whole time you were talking, I'm thinking, man, Georgia's a long way from Michigan. Yes, it is. And, uh, you know, I didn't uh, really know what to expect when I moved uh, to the south, but it has been, uh, you know, like a second home. And like I said, I've been really enjoyed um, being down here and working for Coach Scally and um, really enjoyed it. So, Well, that's fantastic, man. We're glad to have you as part of the community. I currently, just so that you know, I currently live in Orlando, Florida. I've been here probably close to 20 years, but I'm originally from Augusta, Georgia. So we're absolutely thrilled to have you in the state of Georgia. We welcome you into the family. Yeah, thank you, Alan. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, tell us a little bit about last year, man. You guys had a big year at Piedmont University. Talk to us some about your your tournament run and and kind of what went into that and, you know, how it all kind of came together. Well, um, you know, last year um, was the first year that we had any serious success um, since I'd been at Piedmont. And, you know, I say that with all due respect to the teams that, you know, I was a part of um, the first couple of years when I was there. But we went out and and filled some holes in the transfer portal. Um, Our junior class is full of a bunch of talented dudes who work hard and are great leaders and just go about it the right way. And I think it was the culmination of guys just being tired of not being great, you know? So um, we gave a couple games away in the middle of the year that ultimately kept us out of a regional tournament, but it was 
by far the the coolest experience I've ever had as a coach watching our guys go down to LaGrange, Georgia, and uh, just grind it out for four or five days together, everyone pulling in the same direction. And uh, it wasn't perfect, um, but, man, we uh, we competed. We had some grit. And in the end, we were uh, able to come out on top with a conference tournament championship. So what an awesome experience for our guys. It was great. Man, that is so cool and so exciting. What a great experience for everyone. You always think about the players, but the coaches too, man. I love the passion listening to you talk about that. Were, was, were there any particular games that were, man, you were just sitting here thinking, you know what, this, this tournament runs about to end right here. And uh, all of a sudden somebody came through, made a play, got a hit, something sparked, and the next thing you know, you're playing another day. Oh, that's a good question, Alan. I think – uh, we won our opening game uh, and our second game, I believe. My memory is a little foggy when it comes to that. But our our number one guy, Bodie Eilertson, was injured. And we ended up having to pitch Braden Sims, who was a, a back-end guy for us and was a starter the year previously. And, um, you know, we're sitting there like, hopefully Braden's got his good stuff today. And he went out there and uh, it was the back end of a double header because we were in the loser's bracket. And like I said, just the grit and the determination and, you know, kept us in it for six and a half innings or so. And offensively, we did enough to keep us in a good spot. Timely plays defensively. Um, Like I said, it was, you know, a storybook type run when you talk about all the contributors and all the guys that, um, maybe didn't show up in the stat sheet, but still contributed and brought value to our, uh, our run in the conference tournament championship. Man, that is so cool. Didn't realize that you came out of the losers bracket too. I mean, that's big time stuff right there. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Um, it was, uh, it was a fun run, man. And we're looking forward to, uh, we had, we started our first practice, uh, last week, started week two today. And, uh, We've got such a good group of guys. They're hungry. They're willing to learn. They ask the right questions. Uh, they're humble. It's uh, we got a good thing going right now, and it's easy to say that before you actually strap it up for real in the spring, but we feel like we got things going in the right direction right now. Hey, that led right into my next question. So expectations are high at Piedmont University. Absolutely. And you know, one thing for us as a coaching staff to say that, but I think um, – our guys all understand what the opportunity is that's in front of them. And, you know, division three rules, um, you know, we weren't allowed to be with our guys for about three weeks when they, once they moved on campus. And um, it was like, we had practice every day down at the field with our, our, our veteran guys setting up times to come and hit. They scrimmaged six times in about three weeks, four weeks. Um, so I think that's the, the best part about it is that, you know, as coaches, we certainly want to have a successful year, but I think the guys are mature enough and are willing to put in the work, which is, you know, the biggest piece of that puzzle right there is are we willing to work like we haven't done anything, which we haven't. We have not done anything in the grand scheme of things. So um, watching our guys show up every day and, and grind it out, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun, man. How I pinch myself every day that I, I get to coach baseball for a living. It's uh, It's pretty cool. 
It is cool, man. And I can absolutely feel it in your voice, man. This is awesome. I, I really appreciate you jumping on with us uh, this evening. Hey, let's talk about your career just a little bit when you were at Adrian. I mean, you guys really had a great run while you were there. And, and I'm just kind of thinking those experiences, how did that help shape your coaching philosophy? Yeah, well, <laughs> Alan, I was surrounded by a lot of really good baseball players and, uh, it's a good thing they were there because I certainly wasn't the one doing it on the field. But, um, you know, I think as I got some playing time my junior year, I quickly realized that, you know, my future was not going to be between the lines. So the guys on that staff, Coach Rainey, Gordy Tyson, Aaron Klotz, Jordan Stampler, Nate Sarkeesian, I mean, um, the list goes on and on of really good coaches that have worked at Adrian College for Coach Rainey. And, you know, it, as I slowly moved uh, into the dugout versus being on the field, I tried my hardest to just kind of be a fly on the wall with all the conversations that they would have when it came to development, practice planning, um, and just tried to be a sponge when it came to that. So, you know, I think the biggest takeaway I had is, uh, you know, Coach Rainey runs a very tight ship and he will let you know if your effort is not where it should be. And, you know, there's a reason that they won 11 conference tournament regular season titles in a row up there. Like, it's no joke. And that is daily work. Rent is due every day. And I think that's the biggest thing that I took away is that there's no substitute for uh, showing up and doing your job every day. And uh, blessed to have a chance to play for Coach Rainey. Um, he's a good friend of mine, and I appreciate all the hard lessons I had to learn as a player underneath him. Man, Coach Rainey, what a great friend to have and what a great mentor. 11 in a row. I don't care what division you're playing or what game you're playing. You could be playing badminton. Somebody wins 11 championships in a row. <laughs> that is remarkable. Wow, yes. that's good stuff right there, Coach. Yes, sir. Um, and, you know, they – They've got five or six guys playing minor league baseball right now, which is, uh, you know, quite a feat for a division three school, but you know, there's good baseball across all levels and, uh, they do it the right way up there in, in the mitten state. So shout sounds, out to them, Adrian Bulldogs. Yeah. Sounds like it. Absolutely. Hey, everyone that's listening this evening, thank you so much. We absolutely appreciate the support of now D one. And we appreciate the support of coach Hayden Craig as well. If you got in late, don't worry about it. We record this space, and one of the reasons that we record it is so that we can retweet it out later in its entirety. And, uh, hey, Coach, I think you're well aware, really, our core audience of uh, Now D1 Speaks is really uncommitted high school players predominantly. We also have uncommitted college players, kids that are going to be in the transfer portal and so forth. But it's really uncommitted high school guys. And as I kind of think about your career and some of the – some of the uh, research that I've done on you, you have really worked a good deal with high school teams, Legion ball. You've mm -hmm. been around a lot of young athletes. What, what is it that you're really looking for skill wise, quality wise that, that kind of sets them apart and helps them really become well-rounded athletes? Um, Alan, I think I, there's obviously a baseline level of ability that a player needs to have to play it for us or school X, Y, or Z. But when it comes to the makeup of a kid, I think there are some things that really stand out to me. Um, you know, number one, where's the kid at physically? Uh, 
does he like the weight room? Um, I see our, our head strength and conditioning coach, Coach Delph, in the, in the listener uh, in the lobby right now. And he boy, does he do a great job with our guys. Um, but the weight room doesn't lie and the weights won't lift themselves. So I think that's where it starts for us. Is there room for development there? Is he tapped out? Um, does he move well? Is, is it functional movement? Um, you know, moving from there, I think we, I especially want kids position players um, that can, can communicate because I don't have all the answers, Alan, and I don't care if it's my way or our player's way or the, I just want the best way. And I think that the only way you can get there is if you're able to communicate and have an open conversation. So being able to have intelligent conversations about base running, hitting, uh, fielding, life in general, I think that is a, a huge piece for us. Um, and I guess at the top of the list for me is I like players that play with a little bounce. It, like it looks like they're having fun. Um, I don't know what I thought I wanted, um, you know, the opposing coach to say to me when we shook hands after the game. But at the end of the day, I really care about two things. And that's uh, coach, your boys play really hard and they look like they have fun doing it. And I think that is such a um, – big key to success in life and in baseball and in, in anything you want to do is do you enjoy it and do you do your best? And I know that's cliche coach talk, but um, you know, sometimes success is, is as simple as that. Man, this is great advice right here. Coach Craig, absolutely appreciate you really kind of walking through that and giving great examples. And, you know, I got to be honest with you. I think that's one of the keys to the success of this show. When we have uncommitted guys on, I got to tell you, they're high quality guys. They're really high academic guys. And the questions that we generally ask them and the conversations that we're having really highlight their makeup. It's not so much about the achievements that they've had on the field when we're doing a podcast as it is. What are your achievements off the field? You know, what, what kind of person are you in regards to your coaches? What kind of person are you in regards to your other teammates? What are you doing in the weight room? What kind of classes are you taking? You know, how do you. When you're at, at bat and things don't go your way and you're striking out, what's the reaction? Oh, and I gotta and I gotta believe that's really what you're looking for as well as you kind of <laughs> outlined it. You know, I love the physical piece. I mean, that's always gonna stand out. Mm. And hey, if somebody can play baseball, you already know that. You you know they're gonna be big, fast, strong if you're interested in them. But how do they communicate and are they having a good time and a good teammate when they're out there? I love those two pieces. And I tell you, that's gonna go a long, long way with the guys and the families that are listening to this show. So absolutely appreciate you walking through that. Yes, sir. I hope so. And I don't know where I heard it, but it has always kind of resonated with me, but you know, playing baseball is certainly a far cry from sitting in a dentist chair and <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of the dentist. And I think that is so true. You know, we're blessed to, to get to play a kid's game or coach a kid's game. And uh, I think we need to keep that in perspective, but you touched on, um, you know, controlling your reactions to things. And, and I am ashamed that I didn't mention that. But, you know, when we talk about uh, maturity, you know, we had our first inner squad on Saturday. And um, I think I told you early on the phone, it was, you know, pitchers did a nice job early in the game. Hitters got rolling about at the halfway point. It was really clean defensively. But what I was most proud of is I thought we handled um, – a bad ball strike call, a bad result. We handled that so well. And I think when we talk about being the most consistent ball club that we can be, I think it starts between um, our ears, the four inches between our ears and how we react to 
um, negative events throughout the course of our game or throughout a practice. So thank you for bringing that up because that is absolutely a huge piece of uh, being successful. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I tell you, and it's not just true on the baseball field. It's really true in life as well, isn't it? I mean, yes, it's all, yeah, no question about it. I mean, hey, you're not always going to have the ability to play a game like baseball. There, there's going to come a time in your life that you, you're going to start a career in something else. And guess what? Things don't always go your way in that career either. You're going to maybe be fortunate enough one day to be married. And guess what? Things don't always go the way you want it to go during your marriage. And it's really the way you're reacting to, to adversity and the way you're able to, to work with others and to be able to overcome that adversity. And, yes, I just, and that's what I just love. I got to tell you, and I, that's what I just love about baseball. It teaches so many life lessons. And, it, and if you're able to accept those lessons and really uh, um, learn from them, man, you can just set a foundation for so much success in your life, regardless of what it is you're doing. That's the truth, man. That's the truth. No question about it. Hey, we're going to get into some more recruiting talk as we go along because, I mean, I think recruiting is obviously the lifeblood, you know, of a, of a good baseball program. you got to get the right kind of guys into the program. they got to buy into it. And then it becomes your responsibility, really, to kind of mold all that together. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to us talking a little bit more about recruiting as we get into it. Hey, again, everyone that's joined, thank you so much for being here. We absolutely do appreciate it. I mentioned earlier we record this space so that we can retweet it, but we do turn it into the podcast, and that podcast is now D1 Speaks. And if this is an environment that you enjoy, I hope you'll go out and find us. You know, we're on every major platform out there from Apple, Google, YouTube, Spotify, you name it, we're on it. And I would love for you to be able to subscribe and, and check out some of our shows. Hey, tonight we've got Coach uh, Hayden Craig with us. He's an assistant coach at Piedmont University. It's a D3. It's an up-and-coming program, I tell you. I think they're doing it the right way. They're in the great state of Georgia. Uh, you got high expectations for next year. So, hey, it's an exciting night. Absolutely appreciate you being here. Let's talk a little bit about some more of your background. You know, and my understanding is – Primarily, you've got an educational background, physical education. Yes, sir. How, that's correct. Yeah, absolutely. How has that also influenced how your um, your coaching philosophy again? Man, I uh, when it comes to my background, I think that the teacher education professors that I was able to work with while at Adrian College had such a big influence on me when it came to understanding that relationships come first and then the trust comes second. And I think that you can have all the knowledge in the world when it comes to any given topic. But if you're just talking above people or the people that you're trying to coach or teach, don't think that you have their best interest um, in mind, then none of that is any good. And um, I was just really lucky to work with some people who put relationships first and information second, not that knowing our stuff or being good at our job as coaches isn't, isn't important, but if you don't have your, your kid's heart, then you'll never be able to get into their minds. So, um, and secondly, I think that, you know, being immersed in an education background, you understand that every player, every, you know, student, um, are at a different place when they walk into that school building, whether it's from uh, their home life, financial situation, anything at all. 
and just trying to be a positive light in their life was uh, something that I took a lot of pride in. Um, and I'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, Alan, but I think when you set out to make a positive difference in someone's life and, and strive to be a servant leader, I think that, um, you know, good things can happen from that. So I, uh, I love teaching for, for the kids, but for the administrative side of things, it really wasn't a good fit for me. And, um, again, really thankful to have found a good fit at Piedmont and, uh, just excited to uh, continue building what we have here. Hey, man, it sounds like uh, not only did you find a good fit, it sounds like they found a good fit too, man. I love what you were just saying right there. <laughs> Amen, brother. No doubt about it. So let me ask you something here about just taking one step back. You made the comment that you were, uh, when, when you were, when you went to college, you were fortunate enough to really be around some outstanding people, outstanding leaders, outstanding baseball players as well. And certainly that was coach Rainey. And I'm, so I'm just kind of thinking about Adrian, uh, college. How, how did, how did your recruitment go? How did they find you or how did you find them? Mm. This was many moons ago, Alan, you're making me think <laughs> back. <laughs> um, you know, I, they're in Lenawee County where I grew up, and I played um, for the Legion ball team that I was eventually the head coach of a couple of years after. But we played our home games at Nicolet Field on Adrian College's campus. And I had committed to um, a, a different NAI university within Adrian and to play baseball and football. And uh, just didn't feel like playing football was the right fit for who wasn't going to play in the NFL. So, um, you know, Coach Rainey had extended an offer to me and, um, you know, Coach Klotz was my summer ball coach for um, a couple of years as I was in high school. And um, it just made <clears throat> the most sense for me because Adrian College had been to a World Series in 2007, I believe. Um and the program was really moving in the right direction. And uh, I had a couple of buddies that I had played with in high school that were already at Adrian College, and they were having a great experience. They were winning a ton of baseball games. It was 30 minutes from my hometown, and, and I just thought that it was a really, really good fit for, for everything that I was looking for. Good education degree as well. Um, so it just checked off a lot of the boxes. And uh, like I said, they were winning a ton of baseball games, which uh, for my 18-year-old brain, that was really all that mattered back then. So a little bit more mature now looking at, at things from a different lens. Absolutely. But I got to tell you, one of the reasons I was really kind of asking you that question too, one, a couple of reasons. One, I definitely wanted to know about it. But two, just thinking about our core audience, you know, of uncommitted high school athletes. You know, what is it that they can do? to really get on your radar, get on Piedmont University's radar. And, and then kind of conversely, if they do get on their radar, what's something that, that may be a red flag that kind of kicks them off the, the radar? When it comes to getting on our radar and, you know, I, it's a bit of a touchy subject just because everyone across America is creating their own company to run a showcase or, um, you know, and I don't know, I'm not saying that all of those are money grabs, but I think that parents and families have to be careful with what they're signing up for. And if you have serious interest in a school, I think that it's a great idea to go to that school's showcase to number one, meet some current players um, to see if you fit well within that culture. And I think that's the biggest piece of it. 
outside of hearing coaches communicate with their players. Um, because at the end of the day, if, if you don't fit well or you don't communicate well or you don't see eye to eye with either of those sides of things, I think it's not going to be a good fit for you. But going to a school showcase versus, you know, some of the big national showcases or the ones that bounce around regionally, and I'm not trying to um, speak poorly on them. It's just I think that there is a we recruit the heck out of our two showcases because we get the chance to meet the player, see them for two days and essentially put them in front of all types of different situations that we need to see. And, and then we evaluate them throughout that process. Um, when it comes to, you asked about in recruiting, getting on our radar, and then what is some turnoffs for me? Is that correct, Alan? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, man, I think the, my biggest bugaboo is when kids think they're too cool to play hard or too cool to try or too cool to fail. Um, and I think I, I feel that way because that was me to a certain extent when I was 16, 17, 18. And, um, you know, I really like players that make fast mistakes that aren't afraid to fail forward. Um, just as long as we're finding a new mistake to make and, um, effort is a cool thing. Caring is cool. Um, and I think that is my, my biggest turnoff when I watch players play and it's old school, but, it isn't that hard to run hard to first base or to try to stretch a, a single into a double or to hustle on and off the field or to communicate. And really these are base level things, but if we have to spend a ton of time coaching your effort and your attitude while you're at Piedmont, then how are we going to be able to get you better as a baseball player? You know, we're wasting a ton of time talking about those two things where we could be talking about swing mechanics, uh, approach infield things, um, the, the list goes on and on there, but that's really where I fall on, on uh, recruiting bugaboos. Absolutely. Great feedback right there. Thank you so much for your honesty and candor on that. Absolutely. So let me ask you about your showcases. Generally speaking, uh, is somebody already on your radar before they show up at the showcase and now you're really seeing if they're, they're the right fit? Or are you really kind of finding guys for the first time as they step on campus and it really kind of turns you on to them and you're like, hey, wait a minute, Th this guy's probably a pretty good fit? I think it cuts both ways there, Alan. We have had uh, success in, with both avenues. Um, it is a very pleasant surprise when someone we haven't seen shows up to our showcase uh, for the first time. But, you know, most of the time it's players that we may have seen just a glimpse of and want to get to know a little bit better. And then we'll have them to campus for two days, run them through a pro style showcase and then watch them play on day two. But, um, it, it is definitely a nice surprise when a, a dude shows up to our showcase and, um, you know, our eyes all kind of pop out of our heads because, uh, it's a good thing when good baseball players are at Loudermilk field. <laughs> I bet it is. Well, I, I gotta tell you, and I know you know this certainly, but the landscape of college recruiting has just really changed dramatically, yeah. you know, just here over the last few years. You, you mentioned earlier the kind of the makeup of your championship team from last year. You, you did have some transfer portal guys, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of helped you along the way. So, you know, the portal has really changed the dynamic. Even the new contact rule for uh, D1 programs has kind of changed the, the timing of a lot of communication for some of the players, certainly. 
What are you seeing, just the overall feel and direction that recruiting is going? Is it benefiting Piedmont University? Are y'all really into the swing of things? Or are you still kind of maybe uh, searching for just the right fit or niche? Well, I think it's different for every program. Um, At the end of the day, we make our hay with high school players. Um, It has to be the right fit financially for a transfer student to decide on us and um, just because we do, uh, we can do a better job packaging them financially if they don't come to Piedmont straight out of high school. But, you know, the other positive is that, you know, we love our COVID guys, but we have a couple six-year players and then a handful of fifth-year players. So the good news for these rising sophomores, juniors, and seniors is that COVID ed- eligibility is slowly um, working its way out of college sports, which, you know, I know has affected our roster in a positive manner. But then again, it's pushed back some opportunities for those high school kids. Um, but at the end of the day, we, we recruit the heck out of the state of Georgia. Um, we try to get into Tennessee, Florida, Alabama, South Carolina, North Carolina. Um, and like I said, that is primarily high school, um, high school players coming into college for the first time. Good stuff, man. I appreciate that. What fertile area you have to recruit. My goodness. <laughs> it ain't too bad. That's the truth. No, it has. It's not. Hey, Coach Craig, I got to tell you, man, tonight has been a fantastic night. I cannot, again, thank you enough for just coming on and and hopping on and agreeing to do this. I think that uh, I think you just got a lot of excitement, a lot of uh, passion about the game. You've got great advice. I mean, you are really helping a lot of families and and prospects that are going to be listening to this podcast later. And, And man, I hope you've been enjoying it so far as well. Yes, sir. I, you know, I don't know how much I actually know about it all, but maybe someone found something useful and, and that's, that's good enough for me. But thank you for the opportunity, Alan. It's, uh, I've had a lot of fun. Hey, it's been an absolute blast. And I, I tell you what, we, we ought to kind of start wrapping it up. And I'll tell you the thing that, that I would really be interested in hearing some more advice from you is really just younger athletes. I mean, it was interesting that you talked about the COVID year and the six-year players and so forth kind of working their way out. Kind of maybe some advice on some guys that are about to enter maybe their freshman year of high school. And they're good baseball players, and they just really want to be good for as long as they can be good. Well, what kind of advice would you give them? I touched on the weight room piece a little bit earlier, Alan. I think that is um, – you know, we see with our incoming freshmen compared to our – our returning players, that the skill level is pretty similar, but um, there is definitely a difference between an 18-year-old body and a 23-year-old body. So I think trying to close that gap physically as early as you can is the best thing you can do for yourself. Um, Growing up in Michigan, where two and three and four sport athletes is much more common than um, at least down here in Georgia, where it's a little bit more specialized, I think that says a lot about a player when you know, you're the dude in baseball, but maybe in basketball, you're the second string point guard and you still find a way to bring value. Um, you're a great teammate. You're into the game. And, you know, everyone or primarily everyone on our roster right now was their high school's best player. And now they come to Piedmont and they have to serve a role for Piedmont baseball. And when you think about trying to bring value to something, whether that's a job, you know, your baseball team, softball team, whatever it is, I think that is such a good life skill. Um, I think Twitter is the best app when it comes to recruiting. It's free. You can put your bio, all your information, 
videos, um, and you can reach out to coaches and it costs you zero dollars a month. Um, and I think that's the best way during COVID. We did a lot of our recruiting through video and, uh, we'll still get leads on, uh, on Twitter, but we do like to see players play in person. And I know that there's a, a debate out there as, as to why football coaches watch film, but baseball coaches do not. And I think that's really interesting to think about, but, um, at the end of the day, whether you are trying to be a power five player or a division three Juco and anywhere in between, I think the best thing that you can do for yourself and for your family as a person who's paying off student loans right now is to be the best in the classroom. And the higher the GPA, the higher the test score, the less you will pay um, to go just about anywhere in the United States for college. So um, be a good person, work hard in the weight room, do your best in the classroom. It, uh, I don't mean to sound so, so cliche, Alan, but that's, uh, that's about as simple as it is in my eyes. Uh, I couldn't agree more. I think it's all about everything that you just said, because that's really what sounds the foundation on becoming a responsible adult, you know, and, 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 a, and a real contributor to society whenever your other career starts. And I think that's big time stuff right there, because I think ultimately, man, you're leading men to, to learn how to play baseball and to, and to be good at baseball for as long as they can be. But you also taking men and really putting them on a course to become exceptional leaders, you know, tomorrow and beyond. So that's big time stuff, Coach Craig. Absolutely. Hey, again, everyone that has joined this evening, thank you so much. We absolutely appreciate you being here. Really appreciate Coach Craig being here. I got to tell you, man, I would love to be able to reach back out to you maybe at the be- right at the beginning of the spring season and just get a little refresher as to how you're feeling rolling in. If nothing else, I'd just love to be able to stay in touch with you. I think you just got a ton of excitement. I'm really happy for you. I'm thrilled for Piedmont University's uh, success that they had last year and really looking forward to what they're going to accomplish this year. Yeah, absolutely. And this is uh, my first opportunity to be on a podcast, so I appreciate it. And uh, anytime you want to talk, I'm happy to do so. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, i tell you. I think the best thing that we could probably do this evening is probably just end it right here. I think it's been a fantastic conversation. So thank you so much, Coach Craig, and, and thank you again to everyone who joined. Good night. Hey, let me ask you something. Are you ready to dominate at the plate this season? Blast Baseball is the number one hitting improvement solution, trusted by more major league, college, and travel ball teams than any other. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Metrics are automatically sent to a smartphone app, generating insights that allow you to analyze and improve your hitting like never before. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 and you will save $25 at checkout. Unlock your potential with Blast. Blast.